listening to Over the Oxa podcast with Tracy Cole for all things to do with the mind for equestrians. Today's episode was requested by one of the listeners, so thanks ever so much for putting this request in. And it's all about what happens when you watch or you see other people's accidents or their falls and their tumbles, what happens in the mind. So why is this important for us to even consider? Well, you've probably seen loads of these pictures, reels, videos on social media. You've seen people falling off, you've seen things happening, and you probably also see it if you're in a yard or in a group lesson, a clinic. You might see it at shows. So we're we're kind of vulnerable to seeing this type of thing going on. And we're not sort of immune to it unless we know how to be. In fact, what happens in the mind is what I want to discuss and then how to stop it happening. So when people fall off or when you see something on social media or when you even talk about it, you may be telling the story to somebody else. Your unconscious mind Now, this is quite weird, but it it takes it really personally. It thinks it's happening to you. So imagine if you were, let's say, an instructor, how many times you would have seen somebody having a bit of a tumble. Probably quite a lot. Or you're a steward, or you help out at shows, or you compete at shows. How many times have you seen something happen? Not necessarily an accident, although it might have been, but you might have seen a horse have some kind of negative behavior. I'm not saying why, but the horse is responding in some way, bucking, rearing, so on. And all of these things, whether it's described to you or you see it, have the same effect. And they go into the mind and the mind takes it personally. It thinks it's happening to you. So this has a huge impact if you've seen these things a number of times. Even if you've seen these things or heard about these things just the once, it can have an impact. Let me tell you a little story of how this relates to me. And I tell this story quite often, so you may have heard it before, but completely true. I was mucking out, I can see myself now mucking out, and a couple of stables down, some girls were mucking out as well. And they were having a conversation and I was half listening because I was there. I wasn't actually involved in the conversation. I was half listening, half in my own little dream world, which I tend to go in when I'm mucking out. And they were talking about another person that they knew who'd had an accident whilst getting on. And they were going into quite a lot of detail about what happened. I won't relay that now because we've just heard that your mind will take everything very personally. But, you know, the kind of thing that I mean. And this conversation went on maybe for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, as they thought about all the various possibilities and things that had happened and what was happening now and how the horse was, how the rider was and so on. And I didn't think anything of it. It was just a normal yard conversation. They weren't being unkind in any way. It was just factual what had happened. 
And the next day, so probably more than 24 hours later, I went to get on my horse. Now, my horse would stand virtually still. She might shift her weight. But at that time, she didn't do anything at all. I didn't have a horse that moved off or anything. I could circle her round, get close to the mountain block, foot in the stirrup, on I got. And this day, just after hearing that conversation, but actually dismissing it from my mind because it wasn't my conversation and it wasn't to do with me, I hesitated getting on. I put my foot in the stirrup and I, I had completely forgotten that conversation. Foot in the stirrup, felt really uneasy, took my foot out and the horse stepped forward one step, maybe even half a step. And I thought, oh my God, she's moved off. And she hadn't. Poor girl was probably just thinking, oh, is she getting on or is she not? Circled around. Same thing happened. And this happened a few times. And this created a problem for me in getting on. Weird problem because once I was on, it's absolutely fine. And I I couldn't think why, because at that time I didn't know anything about the mind or NLP, so I didn't think that somebody having a conversation would in any way influence me. But it did, and it took me ages, and I mean years, to get rid of that, until I, I learned NLP, really, years and years of that hesitation, that going out, even for a fun ride, and knowing that you've got to get on, and that being your worst part of the ride, that getting on, that admitting to somebody that it takes you a bit of time to get on because you faff about, foot in, foot out, foot in, foot out, weight on the stirrup, weight off, and so on. So what had happened to me was that my mind had taken this story on, and as unconscious minds do, taken it very, very personally, and assumed it was all part of me and what I did as a rider. And so can you imagine now those pictures, reels, photos, conversations and so on that you've heard about other people are just going a little bit haywire and chaotic. So what will we do now? Because we can't shut ourselves off. You don't know that something's about to happen. So it's not like you you could avert your eyes even, or you can stop listening to a conversation. You know, you can't halt a conversation. Sorry, I don't want to hear that because my unconscious mind will take it personally. But there are things that you can do. So the first thing that I would say is if it's in the moment, if it's happening right now, if you can see it in front of your eyes unfolding, use the old delete, delete, delete. I love that one. It's giving your mind an overriding instruction. So rather than absorbing what's going on automatically, you're overriding it. You're delete, delete, delete. So it never gets installed. So that's if it's happening in the moment or you're scrolling through social media, you stop on a particular post or something catches your eye and it's one of those types of photos. Delete, delete, delete is absolutely fabulous. And if you want to say another style of word that means get rid of, erase, or something like that, that's perfect too. You can personalize this. But what about if 
these things have already happened to you, that you've already taken these on board. Another way of getting rid of them, if you're aware of them, sometimes you're not aware, but if you are aware and they're conscious to you, maybe it comes to you in your self-talk. This might happen, that might happen, and so on. Maybe it comes to you in pictures, or maybe it's a feeling, an unease or nerves or whatever. However it comes to you, and you, you suspect this has come from somebody else, it doesn't even belong to you, there are a couple of things that you can do. Nice, easy one, and I think we've talked about this one before, is to use the word stop, because stop is one of those power words. So you cut off that thought process in its prime. You cut it off as soon as you realize what's going on. As soon as you realize you're going down that old, worn route, you cut it off. You say the word stop firmly, loudly, out loud if you're on your own, in your head if you're not. So stop. And again, you can use that to get rid of something that's already been maybe embedded a little bit or a lot. Now, what happens if those incidents have gone into your mind and you're not aware of them anymore? You've forgotten the conversations, you've forgotten what you've seen at a show, but you suspect that maybe they together culminated in a lack of confidence in yourself. And it might just be one aspect of riding, like it was with my getting on. In that case, you can do one or two things. You can ask yourself, is it real? Is it happening to me? Is it useful to think like this? Is it real? Is it useful? If you're a journaling addict and you love to journal, it's really nice just to free flow journal and just think and almost send yourself into a daydream of thinking, could this have been something I heard or something I saw? Once it's made conscious, once it's in your conscious mind, your analytical mind, your logical mind, you can logically tell yourself that this is not yours, it does not belong to you, it belongs to somebody else. And sometimes you visualize yourself almost packaging it up into a box and giving it back to somebody else, pushing it away from you, giving it back in a very neutral way. If you need something stronger because you think these patterns really have installed themselves quite firmly into your thinking, then there is a lovely method called the fast phobia method in NLP. Brilliant little method for getting rid of these real or imaginary what ifs. You could book in with an NLP practitioner or you could buy my book. Now that's a really, really unsubtle plug, isn't it? (laughs) But it is in the book. The book is available in paperback format, on Kindle, and in audio format. So if you don't want to read the method and do a bit and then read the next step and do a bit, the audio book might be the way to go. 
because then you can listen to me take you through the technique. So all available on Amazon. It's called The Confident Rider Mindset. Perfect stocking filler. I'll just go the whole hog and really, really plug it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I hope that's been useful. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Take care and I will see you again very soon. 